Do you drink alcohol? Do you drink socially? Do you drink casually? Do you drink just to drink? Do you drink because you enjoy the taste? Do you drink to try to prove something? Do you drink to try to numb something? Do you drink to fit in? Do you drink to stand out? Do you even know why you drink alcohol? Long weekends are coming. The liquor stores are flooded with people. They all need their fix. In this episode, it is in no way, shape, or form to make you stop drinking like I have chosen to, but it is to bring awareness to your relationship with alcohol. And you can decide if it is healthy or if it is not, if it affects your business or not, and if it affects your mindset or not. I'm simply going to share with you my truths and the real reasons why I have chosen to stop drinking alcohol. So let's begin. Friends, before we dive into today's episode, I want to invite y'all to check out our next Boss Retreats experience that is happening in our Mayan Jungle Retreat Center in Mexico. We have two different dates, October the 25th to the 29th of this year, 2023, or November 1st to the 5th. Both are in our same eco-resort in Mexico. Boss Retreats, we get a lot of questions about, and it is an opportunity for you to go inward. We guide you through experiences, exercises, movements, expressions, and activities that will allow you to tap into what is inside, the power that you have within you, and connect you to your heart and to your truth. Learning how to be present, quiet your mind, and find inner peace. Doors are opening next week. We have very limited space for these. And of course, we have payment plan options available if needed. Everything is included from the entire retreat, all of the workshops to all of the experiences, transportation, all of your delicious, healthy meals. The only thing that you need to add is getting your booty on a flight to Mexico. Head over to www.bossretreats.ca to check out the details and secure your seat with a deposit. We also have discounted rates available if you are coming with a friend or a loved one and sharing a bed. It is time to prioritize your mental health, your inner power. So if you feel called, Kate, Soph, and myself would love to hold space for you. And we'll see you there. Hello, hi, and welcome. To the Business Savage Podcast. I am your host and your business coach, Cassandra Britton. I am a serial entrepreneur that is here to spark that hunger inside of business owners and reignite their flame to grow both personally and, of course, professionally. I started my first of multiple businesses at the age of 19. I've since scaled them to six and seven figures. So I am here to give you the tools that you need to expand your mindset to believing that you are worthy of it all and, of course, the practical business knowledge to make that all happen. If you have a sec, go give us a follow on Instagram. It's at the.business.savage. And a reminder to hit the bell at the top corner so that you never miss a future episode as they air. And lastly, if you've been listening here and enjoying, please take a second, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It greatly helps us grow and has allowed us to reach the top 10% business podcast charts. I appreciate you. Let's dive in. Ah, friends, welcome back to another episode. If you are new and joining us for the first time, welcome. 
Welcome to my platform, welcome to my voice, and welcome to this episode. If you are returning here, welcome back, and thanks for coming back. Friends, today I have decided to do a little bit more of a personal episode. I feel like every episode is peeling back more and more of these layers as y'all are expressing that it is these personal episodes, the vulnerability and the real truth stories of how we've gotten through the shit that we've gotten through that is speaking to your souls. A lot of you that aren't even business owners expressing how much you enjoy these episodes. So here I am opening up my heart and sharing with you my truths because I know that there is somebody somewhere in the world that is going to listen to this and it is going to impact them. So this is for you. Let's have this conversation. I want to start this by prefacing that I am A, not a professional in this space, in the alcohol space. This is simply my truths and my experiences. I am also in no way, shape, or form judging anyone who does choose to drink, whether that be casually, whether that be excessively, whether that be rarely, or does also want to remove alcohol from their diet like I have chosen to. This episode is simply me bringing awareness to your relationship with alcohol, your relationship, not anybody else's relationship, but your relationship with alcohol, because we have one, whatever that may be. So I'm going to start this off by taking this back a few years, five years, I think it is to be exact. For many of you that have been listening to this podcast or know me on any type of a personal level, you will have heard me talk about or know my story. I was in a 10-year-long relationship, ended with him being unfaithful, and I picked up my stuff and I moved with my two dogs back to my home city, back to where my business was, and picked myself back up. So after that 10-year relationship had ended, I found myself coming home, and before I would even take off my shoes, I would be diving into a glass of wine to the point where I could taste it, I craved it, and I needed it. And the second I would take a sip of it, I could feel myself instantly. (sighs) I was working 80-hour weeks at my business to numb myself from the pain, to avoid the pain, and coming home to drinking just to allow myself to relax, to forget the pain, to forget what had happened. And I was not in a healthy place, which became a little bit of a repeat habit. And eventually, I noticed myself stressed, anxious, worried, nervous, and reaching for a bottle of bubbly to numb the feeling and take away the edge. How many of you can relate? So, without dwelling on the negative, because that is not how I live my life, as all of y'all know, let's fast forward nearly five years to where I am now. And while for many of you who have followed in this evolution and my journey, you've heard me talk about the breakdowns the anxiety that I have overcome, the medications I have flushed down the toilet, the traumas that I have uncovered and worked through, things that I have claimed out loud that I thought I never would, stories that I have rewritten, and layers that I have shed to become the woman that is sharing this message with you here today. In this growth awakening, I like to call it, I have discovered my relationship, my unique relationship with alcohol. I have observed and witnessed others' relationship to it and have chosen to cleanse my body, my mind, and my spirit from it. Now, I'm not saying that I will never have another drink again because if I choose to one day, then I will. But the point of this for me was about understanding my relationship with 
external forces, and alcohol was one of them. Something outside of me that was controlling my emotions and becoming something that I felt I needed, quote-unquote needed, in order to have a good time. So why do we drink? Why do you drink? The top reason why people choose to drink is socializing, right? How many of you drink to socialize? You feel more relaxed in a social setting if you have a glass of wine, beer, alcohol, shot of tequila, whatever your poison is in your hand. Think about going to a social event, maybe a networking event, maybe a wedding, right? A party. The first thing that you do when you walk into a room of strangers and you don't really know anybody and you're feeling a little bit uncomfortable is you find the bar. You find the bar so that you can get that drink in your hand so that your hands are comfortable. They're not, you know, not knowing what to do. I don't have pockets. I'm not really sure where to put my hands or what to do. But if I've got a drink, I can just hold the drink and now my hands feel calm, right? Relaxation is number two de-stressing after a long day, celebrations, feeling like you've got something great to celebrate. Let's get a round of shots. It's somebody's birthday. We just signed a big client. Let's all order a round of shots. She's getting married. They're getting hitched, right? Celebrations, curiosity. Some people just want to try it. They're curious. What does this taste like? I wonder what that tastes like. And then of course we have your addictions. And because I'm not qualified in that space, I am not going to go down that road. But I am going to talk about numbing. I'm going to talk a lot about numbing because that is my personal experience. So what about numbing? What about boredom? What about lack of self-worth? What about lack of ability to look inward and sit with your feelings? Let's talk about this. So many of you are so quick to assume that meeting up with your friends going out for dinner, it means getting wasted. It means alcohol is involved in some capacity. Opening up some beers, right? Having some wine. And then when we remove that alcohol, suddenly it really changes the dynamic of our plans and things look less fun, less exciting. Doesn't sound like as good of a time. Why? My question is why? For me, I would drink because my friends were. They were doing shots, so I would. I didn't enjoy it. It didn't feel good in my body. It hurt going down. My stomach would kill. I didn't even like the taste of it, but here I was, drinking to fit in and to numb. I would spend weekends at my cottage where everyone had a drink in their hand on the dock, trying to take an edge off, right, or enjoy the atmosphere. Again, made me question, why can't we enjoy it? Mother Nature presence, awareness, without alcohol. Feeling like garbage the next day, ruining my entire day of God-gifted years on this planet, feeling hungover, feeling nauseous, feeling low energy, feeling even more depressed, and not to mention the dent that it can put in your wallet, unless, of course, you're like a skilled craftsman at getting free drinks at the bar, which y'all know me. I have had a hard time accepting anything that I didn't buy for myself. But yet if I didn't drink, I would be judged. What's wrong? Why aren't you drinking? Are you feeling okay? Are you pregnant? <laughs> My friends would ask me, women, I know you've had that question before. If you chose not to have a drink when everybody else was, she must be pregnant. They automatically assume that if you're not drinking, it means you're pregnant. 
but what the real testament was. When I chose to reduce my drinking, my partying time, and I spent more time engulfing myself in personal development, aka my new drug of choice, those friends who drink their faces off every weekend, they started to dwindle. Those relationships started to distance, and the invitations to come drink my face off became less and less. Your circle will dictate your future. Listen to that. You surround yourself with five people who drink and party, have low self-esteem, and you are likely going to drink, party, and have low self-esteem. But if you surround yourself with people who share music, conversations of depth, moments of discovery, inclusion, acceptance, put their phones down, look you in the eye, and connect with you, well, you'd be shocked at how much growth you will be empowered to have in your own life as a result. So if you are worried about alienating yourself from friends and family because you no longer are drinking and you won't be aka cool, fun, or fit in, that is a story that you are telling yourself. And I'm going to ask you, is that even where you want to fit in? And if any piece of that is true, then I promise you, those are not true friends and should not be in your journey anyways. So again, what is your relationship with alcohol? Why do you choose to drink? What does it do for you? What purpose does it serve for you? Do you do it for you? Or do you do it for others to fit in, to be accepted? Because all of that just comes back to how internally happy are you? Where does your happiness even come from? Does it come from throwing your hands up in the bar and acting like a buffoon, falling all over the place, apologizing the next day, going through your text messages to see what stupid things you've said or what calls you made, and feeling the Sunday scaries? Does that bring you happiness for the night? Imagine you had the ability to feel as high and happy as you do when you're drunk, but without the alcohol. You had the ability to release that within yourself. That, my friends, is why I have stopped drinking. Because I no longer need external validation, encouragement. I no longer need to feel like I fit in when I am so confident in silence, in being, in presence, and in sitting with myself. There is no longer anything that I need to numb or to hide from because I've worked through it and I know how to continue to work through it. I'm not afraid to feel it all. Disappointment, rejection, fear, sadness, heaviness, loneliness. Feel it all, every ounce of it. I have the tools to deal with every emotion that comes up and I find euphoria in every moment without needing alcohol to experience it. I can feel higher than any high of alcohol I experience off of it all on my own. Once you experience that level of happiness and contentment, you do not need anything else because it is all within you. So my question again is what is your relationship with it, with alcohol? Why do you drink it? What purpose does it actually serve in your life? Over the last couple of years, my friend circle has radically changed. 
the types of people that I surround myself with has radically changed. And when I find myself in situations where alcohol is the force that keeps everyone united, it forces me to ask myself, why? I feel like I've removed from my body and I'm hovering above, looking down, wondering, why? Remove alcohol from the situation. Can you still have as much fun? Would that singles night, that mix and mingle, would that still be as much fun? Would you still have the same courage? Would you still dance wildly like nobody is watching you and let your five-year-old inner child come out and play? Would you still overcome the limiting beliefs in your head telling you that you are not good enough and not to go talk to that girl or that guy, but liquid courage tells you that it's okay? Because it numbs the ability for your amygdala to feel the fear. So you do it anyways, even without facing the fear. Keyword, numbing. Without alcohol, would you stand confidently and have a conversation with a stranger? Making eye contact, allowing them to feel heard in your presence without the need to speak? Or would this too require the liquid courage? What if you could feel as loose as you do when you're drunk without the alcohol? That, friends, is called being high on life. Drinking is a choice. Not drinking is a choice. And again, these questions are served as merely that. They are just questions. Things for you to ponder, consider, and sit with. Ask yourself. And if any of this triggered you and made you angry and you didn't want to admit and now you're mad at me, ask yourself why. I didn't trigger you. It triggered you for a deeper reason. Because I could have said anything else that wouldn't have triggered you, but for some reason, this one thing, that hit that chord. That's called awareness. That's the first step to realizing that there is growth to be had. And here's the reality. Alcohol impairs your judgment and your ability to make decisions. It slows down your cognitive functions and your processing time. Alcohol is also, surprise, surprise, a depressant, as we all know. So why is it that when we are sad, anxious, nervous, or feeling low, we turn to something that is only going to slow down or actually depress our central nervous system. It has an actual sedative effect on our brain. You ready for this? Alcohol actually slows down the activity of neurotransmitters in your brain, which is responsible for producing feelings of relaxation and calmness, which is the exact reason that you picked it up in the first place. So now you're slowing down your body's natural ability to calm yourself down. And now you really need it. I'm not telling you to stop drinking. I know it might seem like I am. And this is not some pitch for you to change your habits. This is me simply expressing. I'm not going to judge you if you decide to drink. If you decide to drink a 2-4 every damn night, that is your choice. This is me expressing my journey and my choice and my reasonings behind it and asking you the question, why? I, I want to feel. I want to feel everything. I don't want to walk through this world poisoning my body and numbing myself from reality and the ability to be present. I want to feel all of it. The good, the bad, the ugly. Lay it on me. Let me feel it. Because if I have the ability to feel it, I can understand why it brought out the emotions it did from me. And then I have the choice to rewrite that story and I can heal. And that, my friends, that is where you become free. This is my invitation. Ask yourselves, Honestly, why do you drink? What is your relationship with it? And maybe it is healthy. 
It may be for none of the reasons that I've even mentioned here. Or you may be a full-blown functioning or non-functioning alcoholic and perhaps you really need some love and some support. Because as somebody who has experienced growing up with an alcoholic mother who does hide her alcohol, who did cause major issues in our family because of it, who has numbed her feelings for the 33 years that I have been alive, and her father who died of cirrhosis of the liver because he too was an alcoholic, I have chosen to feel everything that she was too scared to feel. I will heal so that my children never have to see what I saw. If you or anyone that you know is suffering, I am not a professional in this space, but I will hold space for you. And I will listen and I will do my best to guide you to professional help, love and support, which we all deserve. I'm sending you all love and light. Remember friends, a savage will get knocked down, but they will always get back up. Keep on fighting. Peace guys.